Welcome to the Fearless Pursuits Podcast, where it's that time to slap your doubts and fears around, learn marketing and sales strategies, mindset hacks, and even a little metaphysical thrown in for good measure so you can have a breakthrough to success in your own life and business. I'm Sharon Lee, an online life and business coach and serial entrepreneur for over 25 years. My goal is to share with you everything that I've learned along the way, including the good, the bad, and the ugly. Each week, we'll explore what it takes to reach your goals and dreams and create that financial freedom through online entrepreneurship. If you're ready to dig in, listen in now to today's episode. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to all you fearlesspreneurs out there who are subscribers, and welcome to the brand new fearlesspreneurs. So, we have been doing a series on mindset. Previously, we were doing a series on succeeding during chaotic times. We talked about working alongside caring with children. We talked about um, how you can actually grow your business during a pandemic. Um, we talked about how do you actually make more sales during the social social distancing. And that was an amazing a series that we did. And we got a lot of tremendous feedback. And thank you to all of you people who wrote in to me telling me how much it transformed your life and how helpful it was. And for all of you people who are brand new to the podcast, be sure to listen to those uh, episodes so that you can learn more about what you can do to grow your business online during these difficult times. And recently we have started a new series. I love doing these. I've got another one planned after this one. So If you are brand new here, we are talking about mindset blocks. Nothing new to the podcast. Talk about mindset blocks because there are so many of them, right? So these are very specific. Um, The one that we have done recently in this series was, I have fear of success. How do I overcome this? And then the one after that, this was last week, was, are there enough customers for me? So... If you have been listening to the podcast, you know that I bring up the topics here that are what clients are asking me, what prospects are talking with me about. I create a lot of my digital content, a lot of my group coaching programs based on what people are struggling with. These come up during the conversations that I have when someone is doing a breakthrough call with me, for example, when they want to work with me. And so I love being able to take all of these struggles that people have and bring them here to the podcast to help you. I really believe in giving back. I really believe in helping you to achieve another level of success. And I know that when I'm being vulnerable and when I am sharing everything that is going on behind closed doors during these breakthrough calls, it is absolutely impactful for those of you who are working in your businesses, those of you who are fearlesspreneurs. So this podcast is listened to by freelancers, contractors, coaches, all sorts of online entrepreneurs who are creating their digital products, who are creating 
services. Um, so we have a lot of people who are charging specific prices and they're realizing at some point that they're not making enough money. They're realizing that they're having to work a lot of hours in order to make the income that they want to make. This is a major problem when we're talking about wanting to scale our businesses and there is a way out. The way out is actually being able to get through your money blocks and make no mistake about it. <laughs> We all have money blocks. It's really interesting. I just finished up a network meeting with some pretty amazing six and seven figure entrepreneurs. These are all female CEOs in different lines of work. Uh, we have speakers in there. Uh, we have people that are working for uh, television companies uh, as producers and anchors. And it's just really an amazing group of people. And we were talking about imposter syndrome. Now, you know, if you've been listening to me for any length of time on this podcast, we have covered imposter syndrome. The thing about it is the imposter syndrome rears its ugly head in many, many different aspects of our lives, not just in business. It rears its ugly head with regards to relationships and who we think that we are good enough for or who we think is good enough for us. Typically, that's not the case. We're always thinking that other people are better than us. So it's interesting to me when I'm thinking about the imposter syndrome and how it relates to this particular money mindset that we're talking about today, the money block of will people pay my prices, simply because the imposter syndrome relates to this with worth, not feeling worthy enough for getting paid these prices. And that is an interesting mindset block, a money mindset block, because we realize that there are a lot of people out there that indeed do have a lot of money in spite of what is going on in our society today, in our world, where a lot of people are struggling with um, having recently had their businesses closed down, uh, recently perhaps being laid off. So we realize that we can learn to do a lot of different things, Have um, learn a new skill set, go out and take the skill set that we do have and market our businesses so that we can go out there in the world and make some more money. So when we are realizing that we want to do that, whether we have an existing business, whether we are... Uh, rebranding our business, rebuilding our business. Maybe we were networking face-to-face uh, -face and we're no longer doing that. Now we're doing it um, in network environments uh, or online perhaps. So we realize that there's a lot of uh, layers to this. What we need to do is realize that when we are setting our prices that we are in alignment with those prices and that we feel really, really good about these prices so that we don't have any mindset issues uh, when we want to rattle that off. Unfortunately, we do see a lot of that going on when people are, are in a sales conversation. All right, so you have a business and you want to charge a certain amount of money and you're realizing that maybe it's too much or at least this is what is going on in your mind. This price point 
what to charge. You know, every entrepreneur has experienced a moment of this agonizing indecision as, you know, they hover over the numbers with dollar signs attached. All business owners think really just carefully about what they charge. Should you end your figure with seven or five figures? Go top shelf or bargain basement. Um, have half the customers at double the price or double the customers at half the price. So there's a lot of conversations going on in our head, right? Pricing is crucial. There's no getting away from it, right? In fact, what you charge will make or break your business. So higher prices simply work better. All right, so I'm going to share with you some psychological issues here, psychological ideas to help back up a couple of different concepts. So we realize that when we're concerned whether people will pay our prices, we have a money block. And in that way, we're not in alignment with the price that we're thinking of charging. So we have to really think about what feels good. And also thinking about the type of client who's interested in paying that fee. So we realize the lower the price you charge, then the lower uh, energy, um, money type energy that you're going to be projecting out there in the universe, that is the type of client that you're going to be attracting. And more than likely, they will have some sort of money block themselves around seeing the value of your services. So when we're talking about, will people pay my prices? Yes, it's a money block, but also understand that it has to do with who you want to work with. And you have that right, you have that opportunity to really position yourself in a way that actually attracts people to you. So there's a whole uh, psychological aspect of marketing that goes in here too. So we realize that when we are doing the bargain basement pricing, that these are really going to be low-end type individuals that um, are very beginners. And that may not be a problem for you, especially if you're brand new in the business yourself and you see yourself as maybe one or two steps ahead of the people that you're wanting to help. Everybody has to start somewhere and there's nothing at all wrong with that. So what we realize here is at some point, we need to level up. We need to scale our businesses. So in order to do that, we have to really understand the psychological aspects of people paying you more money. So obviously, we're fearless fearlesspreneurs out here, and we want to be bold and courageous to go out and start the business. But more than that, we want to be able to attract the clients to us that help us create more impact, as well as creating this freedom lifestyle that we want, right? So then it's my job to help you do that. And that's what this podcast episode is all about. The last thing I want you to do is to be stuck in your head about your product, your services, your skill set not being worthy. So a lot of people talk about, oh, you've got to get paid your worth. You've got to get paid your worth. And I love that. However, there is a little bit of an issue there. 
And I want to draw your attention to getting paid with what your value is that you're putting out. Okay. So in other words, if you are creating transformation, tremendous transformation out there, and people are able to take what you teach them, a new skill set, and go out in the world and do something amazing with it. In other words, create a certain level of success for themselves, either personally or financially, especially financially. Because when people can take what it is that you teach them, how you consult with them, into a way that creates more money for themselves, then you absolutely should be charging more based on the impact that you can help people create. So as far as the psychological aspect, number one, we need to be thinking about higher prices, increase customer focus, all right? When you're charging more, your customers pay more attention. Trust me on this. I'm a business coach. I've been doing this for a really long time. And when a customer is forking out over some serious cash for advice, they're going to listen carefully to what I have to say and they're going to act on it. Okay. So this is actually known as client compliance. Okay. Their fear of wasting money becomes your greatest asset. Okay. So just focus alone, right? This isn't only important for consultants. It it matters for physical products too. You think about this for a second. Well, I never cleaned the toaster, you know, that I inherited from my mom when I moved out of her home, right? Until it basically broke. Then I bought a a brand new toaster, right? And it had all of these amazing things and bells and whistles on it until, you know, I have to basically clean it a few times a year. And now because I spent so much money on it, I want to clean it, right? I want to take really good care of it. It's the same thing for, you know, when you buy this beautiful BMW, you know, can you imagine, you know, what you would do? You save all your money and you finally have this beautiful BMW, Lexus, whatever, um, Aston Martin, and you're going to park out in the boonies. Even if it's cold outside, you're going to get your parka on and you're going to walk a mile to the, to the store and, and so that no one will put door dings on it, right? This is, this is what we do. We want to take care of what it is we've spent money on. Can you imagine the impact of, you know, the, the manufacturer's guarantee on this amazing toaster that I bought? We're talking about something years ago, of course, but you get the idea. So that means that, you know, it's going to have a tremendous value. The, the, the warranty, the guarantee on the manufacturer is going to have a tremendous warranty. Just like my sales and confidence mastery, I have a hundred percent money back guarantee on this because I believe that much in my sales and confidence mastery program. And by the way, it has launched for those people who want to level up their sales and their mindset, um, and wealth consciousness, it has launched. I will make sure to put the link in the show notes. We do have a founder's rate going on right now where you can get a tremendous discount um, through the end of February before the prices go up. So be sure to take a look at the show notes so that you can get the link to that discount. So that's the thing. When you are 
putting something out there and you have that much belief about the transformation, the wonderful experience that your clients are going to have, you charge more. You put that guarantee in there so that they can feel comfortable with it, okay? This is how people are spending big money, okay? And it doesn't matter if you're selling a service, a product, or information. Upping your rates really creates that instant customer concentration, you know, how do you want your customers to treat your product, your service, right? You want them to really show up. And this is how they do it. It's that psychology of money, okay? So another thing that you can consider here is the big transactions will ignite your motivation, okay? So people will understand the value of what it is that you offer when you're excited, when you're selling a big ticket item, you're going to get fired up. When the unconscious mind knows that a single sale could have you in caviar and cigars for months, it flips the motivation switch. So this is, you know, real world evidence here when we're talking about how we're pricing our products. You know, think of the Ferraris out there, okay? You know, these machines are astronomically priced and, you know, it motivates them to really be able to put in the best products in their cars. And so that is exactly what we are doing, right? What we want to do is we want to think about pumping up our rates and pumping up our motivation and our belief in our products, right? We can put a discount on our products like what I have done with my sales and confidence mastery because you want to be able to provide more value out there in the marketplace, right? But it's also exciting. It's invigorating. And the stakes are high when you do something like that. The stakes are always high when you're increasing your rates and, and giving your unconscious mind something to really salivate over. So being an expensive um, entrepreneur or expensively priced entrepreneur really cultivates an aura of expertise or elite status around you. So we have to start thinking about how we want to position ourselves. And this is really borrowing that belief of our future self. It's really digging deep within our, ourselves to really look at how we want people to perceive us, how we want our products to be perceived, how we believe in the products. And when we do that, then this is how we can really create this ultra elite status. Do you want to be known as the Walmart in your industry? The bargain basement in your industry? Probably not. Now, a lot of people who are brand new may be thinking, well, I just don't believe that I can offer that much value. I'm brand new. Who do I think I am where I can charge this amount of money? And maybe that's where you are and there's nothing at all wrong with that. I have a client right now that I'm working with and we have to really be energetically in a place where we're in alignment with how much to charge and eventually move to a different status, that elite status of being able to charge more. 
most importantly, people will start hiring us simply because they can tell that we're the best. When you gain the expert elite status, selling becomes infinitely easier. Trust me, doors will open, important people will shake your hand, and party invitations will appear partly after we get done with all the lockdowns, of course. And, you know, there's going to be media mentions of you. Okay, so this is where we have to really start thinking about how we want to position ourselves and really looking at our future self and how we want to feel about ourselves and what sort of status, what sort of um, aura do we want to have. You can also be thinking about how you want to make more money by doing less. Okay, margin is everything here. This reminds me of a story of one of my clients that I'm working with now. She created a program, uh, basically a group coaching program, and she brought in some people for free. And it turns out that one of her clients actually spent $5,000 to another entrepreneur for a similar service. She had the money. The thing about it is that we are out here deciding how much people have in the bank because we see the news, we see how people are struggling, and we assume everybody is struggling and they don't have the money to pay our services, when in reality, they do have the money. The difference is, in this example that I'm sharing with you, my client believed that her client could not afford her program, so she gave her a scholarship program, and then later found out that her client indeed did have the money, even though she didn't look like it. And that is her perception. And it's interesting. She was out there assuming that people don't have the money to pay her prices when in reality they did. So what we have to do is we have to stick to our guns, believe in our value, believe in the impact of the product that we are putting out there and that that people are going to get the value that we say they will. So let's talk about the other side of the coin where we're thinking about the sales psychology and and why people may not want to pay your prices. I think it's valuable here to have this discussion to understand why they may not want to pay your prices. After all, that that is the money block here. So time and time again, I, I meet entrepreneurs who are struggling to really figure out what price to charge for their products and services. And when entrepreneurs are really engaged with direct selling and the price is really up to them as the entrepreneur, it's really a struggle for them. And the reason is, is because if you're like most entrepreneurs, really setting your price is the psychological equivalent of setting the value on you. Your life, your work, that thing that you've poured all of your energy into and your soul into, that's worth, right? So what is all of this worth? And we realize this is the tough question. So after agonizing over what to charge, you might finally reach a decision and start selling. Or maybe you're giving your products and services away for free. I hope not. So 
when you start selling, we realize that we're going to have these prospects that are coming into our world, right? And then the prospects utter those words, you know, golly, that's kind of expensive. And see, this is what we are dreading. We're dreading that objection about them thinking that your price is too expensive. So remember, this is psychological. And I, I think about back when I started my business, I first started as a general life coach. And I was charging $25 an hour. And that wasn't my first business, you guys. You know, if you've been following me for any length of time, I've been in business since the um, early 90s, I guess in 1993 was when I first started my business. So I'm not new to this rodeo, right? But it was difficult for me when I first started and it reminds me a lot of some of the clients that I work with where they're thinking, yeah, I want to charge more, but I don't really feel like I have that kind of value. So we, we are really thinking about our value, our worth. So I'm, when I'm thinking back about when I was first starting, I was equipped to deal with, um, all of the issues with regards to helping people feel better, to uh, work with their mindset and those kinds of things. And I knew that, you know, psychology was the big issue with most of these people, right? So I was not super concerned about whether or not they could find value. I knew that they could. But when someone said it was too expensive, it was like, they were acknowledging on some um, unconscious level that they didn't find value in my services, even at $25. And it was absolutely crushing. But over time, people were getting a lot of benefit. They were getting transformation, and I slowly moved up that rank. So if that's you, that's exactly what you'll do. So we kind of have to say to ourselves when we're in that conversation, and, and this is the, the psychology of sales here, which I talk a great deal about in the Sales of Confidence Mastery, and that's really understanding um, the unconscious comparison of our value. So this comparison that they don't even realize that they're making is really uncomfortable for us, right? So they're measuring your price against something else. Something else that you don't even know what it is that they're comparing it to. So we have to understand what does expensive mean, okay? This is what's really going to help you in a sales conversation. When you hear that's too expensive, you can ask yourself, if you feel courageous enough, ask them, compared to what? And it's a really interesting question, don't you think? When someone says it's just too expensive and you're thinking, compared to what? You know, like, are they out there having conversations with professionals just like you every other day, every other week? I don't think so. <laughs> so the very first time I asked a potential client this question, I got an answer that sounded a little bit like this. The person thought about it for a second and stunned in silence, really. I think that that's really what they were. And they said, piano lessons. <laughs> and I had to kind of chuckle a little bit because, you know, getting life coaching transformation 
or in this case now that I'm in business coaching where I'm helping entrepreneurs make more money, right? Have amazing transformation. I'm thinking how on earth can anybody compare that to piano lessons, right? So, you know, there's a lot of issues that we are are dealing with when we're talking with people who are wanting to work with us. We are not wanting to take their money during this difficult time because we think that we're taking something of value that they can use in their own life, paying bills and and um, paying their rent and and buying food and not paying you because maybe your services are not as valuable as paying their rent. So we have to be really careful of that when we're thinking about taking money away from people, then we're not looking at our own worth and the transformation of our services or our products. We have to be very, very careful about this, okay? And this is where it's such a trap. So you have to work very, very hard at understanding what sort of transformation you can make in someone's life. This is what your focus is, not what you're taking from people. And in a sales conversation, we need to be able to go deeper with these people so that we can truly understand them. We don't need to take offense to what they say. Instead, what we have to do is understand what their blocks are. More than likely, they have a money block or they're not seeing things from the the position that they need to. So we can ask a lot of different questions to really think about pricing. And, and with these questions, we have certain answers that really help us to think and help us process this. So the answers may not all come to you today, but I'm going to give you some questions here just to get you thinking about them. And this process, I want you to understand, is absolutely critical to you being able to charge what you think you need to charge out there. So you can grab yourself a piece of paper and a pencil. We're going old school here, just like we always do on these podcast episodes. Here's a question for you. What do your clients compare your price to? This is a really critical question for you. And like I said before, you, you, know, you may not really have the answer today. But I want you to think about that. If you're the type of entrepreneur that needs to have a sales conversation, you're a consultant you're a coach, you're a mentor, you're an expert, okay? People are maybe um, interested in buying your very expensive digital course. Maybe you have a group coaching program like I do. What do your clients compare your price to? What are you comparing your price to? So you see how these two questions can really uncover a lot so that you can really just think it through and understand how to get through this money block. But I actually have another question for you. What would you like your clients to compare your price your price to? They'll they'll always be comparing it to something. Right? How do you feel about the rate that you're setting on? We need to really really connect with that feeling. It's one thing to always be stuck in the thought line in our model, but when we're really diving deep, we need to really be connected into how we're feeling. 
Do you know the answers to these questions? This is something that's going to be super helpful for you when you're really thinking about working through this money block and really finding your value. I really believe that you know these money blocks are really akin to self-sabotage. And when we are wanting to make more money in our business, we realize that getting through these money blocks can take a long time, right? And we don't want them to take a long time. We want to really get through these money blocks and have an awakening so that we can move on and really make that impact in the world and really be able to make the money that we want to make. The concept of money blocks really is a fairly new one. There's a lot of different language floating around out there and it can be confusing. So I want to really kind of talk about what is a money block. To me, it's a negative subconscious belief around around money that basically um, cuts you off from uh, being able to achieve more. It's, it's a limitation of your conscious desires, right? So let's say that you're trying to save money, but for whatever reason, you can't seem to do it. You spend your money almost just as soon as you get it, and you don't really know why. You, you want to stick to a budget, you save more money, and you get control of your finances, right? So what's the problem? Well, there's two possibilities. Number one, you're just missing the tools or knowledge to improve your situation, or two, you have money blocks, okay? So money is about 80% behavior, and 20% knowledge. And this is something that Dave Ramsey said. Now, he's somebody who is an expert in money, and he will help you get out of debt. He will help you save more money. But for him to think about strategies as being a big focus of what he talks about, it's interesting to me that he actually states that money is 80% behavior. This is really important for us to understand. For some reason, people, all that they need is a bit of education how money works and a simple, a simple system to manage it, and then they're all good to go, right? That's not always the case right? A lot of people study finances. I'll never forget. There was this old Oprah Winfrey show. I, w- I just had my very first baby and we were up at all hours of the night, 2 a.m., 3 a.m. in the morning. He just would not sleep. My little baby boy, who's 26 now, <laughs> would not sleep. So I'm watching all of these shows. And I remember uh, Oprah was, uh, this is when, when she was first starting and she had a financial analyst on there who was in debt. And the whole audience just laughed. And it was really kind of sad. But because he had this knowledge of financial planning, it did not mean he was going to be wealthy. It turned out that he had a lot of money blocks. And he was not really able to do the things that he wanted to do. So, you know, it made for a really interesting show. A financial planner, financial analyst really struggling. So we realized that, you know, money blocks can really create a lot of problems in our life. We sometimes don't see the value of ourselves when we're running our business. We sometimes don't see the struggles that we have and we don't know how to get through them. So 
I'm really hoping that this podcast episode gave you something to think about and how you can actually change your psychology, change your subconscious mind, really focus in on the impact that you are putting out there in the world and really understand that people do need to pay more money for your services. Really start thinking about you being an elite expert out there. That's how you're going to be positioning yourself from here on out. All right, so excited to have you here, and we're going to be moving on to another money block next week. And as I mentioned before, the Sales and Confidence Mastery is open, and we are doing live weekly coaching calls. That's included in the program, as well as all of the modules and talking about marketing, sales, and wealth consciousness. Um, We go so far as to help you learn how to do self-coaching when I'm not around. You have access to me in this program every single Wednesday and in the group with questions. Um, However, during those seven days when we are not able to coach together, you will have the tool to help you manage your mind with everything. I teach this to you in the program, like I said, as well as the marketing, as well as the sales, overcoming objections, and wealth consciousness to help you get through your money blocks. We actually are coaching you through everything. We dive deep. So I'll leave the link here in the show notes for you so that you can take advantage of the founder's rate, which by the way is 50% off you guys. It's amazing. All right. This is Sharon Lee and I will talk to you next week. This week's episode was jam-packed with great content and now it's time for you to take massive action. Make sure to schedule your strategy session with yours truly and also visit fearlesspursuits.com where you can subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And while you're at it, if you found the show valuable, we'd appreciate a five-star rating on iTunes too. Or if you simply tell a friend about the podcast, that helps too. Be sure to tune in next week for our next episode. This is your fearless online business coach, Sharon Koenig. Thanks for listening. Now go out and be fearless so you can change the world.